Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Through the darkness and good times, I knew I'd make it through and the world thought I had it all, but I was waiting for you. The season is on the way. Welcome to Football Ramble. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Venetian Hunter-Raja. I'm Eddie Brassel. Dominic Moore. Oh, real life, real London. <laughs> that used to be the tagline for the radio station LBC uh, it is the brand new season at last everyone from today you can have a brand new schedule here on the Football Ramble that's new Ramble shows on Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays every single week with regular Ramble React shows as well uh, and we've got exciting changes on the Football Ramble Patreon as well you can now get all of our Patreon bonuses for just $5 a month so that's ad free shows from the Ramble on the content and up front plus a special extended version of every single football ramble on Wednesdays all for less than £4. Uh, in fact if you get an annual membership before the end of August you'll get 15% off so that's almost two months completely free right from the off. Hit the link in our show notes to find out more but for now welcome to the brand new football ramble season. Lukey Moore. You ready? I'm ready. I'm also, you... I'm also absolutely delighted that we were able, on at the time of recording, mm. to insist that $5 is actually £3.93, so it is yeah. under £4 <laughs> Did you, for now. Don't come at the us. F- the first time Google, the show comes out, it's the collapsed. First, the first Google of the show. It's enjoyable. <laughs> Won't be the last, What's your, uh, what's your uh, big hope for the season, Lukey? Um, I've, I've got a few. I'll try mm. and que- keep it as, as light as I can. Right. Obviously hoping for a competitive title race. Yes, that would be nice, yeah. Because, you know, that's not necessarily going to come to pass. It's not guaranteed, is it? No, not <laughs> at all, not by any means. So I'd hope for that. And I'd also hope, if I, if I could be so bold, within that competitive title race, I'd hope for perhaps a surprising team to be in there. Because although we're all used to Arsenal running Man City close last season, mm. now, at the time, it was quite surprising, which made it more interesting. Yeah. So I'd love to see another team do that. And I'm well, also I'd like West Ham if 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 Moisey spends the money wisely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's spending any money no, at all. He, he doesn't right? know where the money's because kept. he's being wise. He's taking he's his time. Wise. Is that right? Uh, and Andrew, I'm being wise actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not spending my squad money. Uh, Vish, hang on. Well, hang on a minute. What? I'm finished. All right. Sorry. Still going? Well, I did say I did say one, but I mean, okay, carry, go, carry on, carry on. No, you carry on. You go ahead, Vish. People have had enough from me already. You carry on. <laughs> I am... Uh, Make it good, though. <laughs> Do you want one of Luke's? Uh, yeah, if you want one spare. I'll tell you You had two. Give me one more. I've actually got three, but don't there worry about um, my, it. What I'm looking forward to is the many different ways we can patronise Luton Town. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're in a housing estate. <laughs> yeah. um, Delicious, yeah. You have to get into the away section th- with a lockbox. You'll get a code half an hour before the game. <laughs> uh, but, um, but in all seriousness, I am... Andrew I'm, Tate is the Airbnb guy. Yeah, yes, them. there's that as well. Can, yeah. we, can oh, we criticise God. them for Andrew Tate or not? Oh, yeah, he is Luton. He's from Luton. He's, he is from Luton, right. He's a big oh, I don't think he's a product of Luton. I think he is. I think he's very much a product of Dubai. I wouldn't say he's a product of Luton. There was a big interesting... We haven't got to get into this now. There was a big interesting... He's got a lovely Luton accent, hasn't he? Um, there, was a bit, there was a big... Um, what's it called? Long read about the estate he grew up on in Luton. Right. It's worth reading. Right. It's okay. interesting. I'm don't, not blaming don't Luton Don't blame the estate. Yeah, don't blame the estate. Yeah, for that. Pl- plenty of people who don't do the things he's done. True. True. Absolutely. Yeah, True. that's a good point. Yeah, it's not yeah. aspirational. Is it? <laughs> um, yeah, but, but generally, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to um, just seeing how they go about it. Like, oh, mm. It'd be a great story if they stayed up. You feel like there's so much competition in the league now you, mm. when you think of the fact that we lost um, three established Premier League teams like, well I mean I'll, I'll throw Leeds in there but you know three teams who'd been in the Premier League for yeah, historically, two or three seasons yeah, yeah. 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 Um, having a new team like Luton coming in there and just just 
it's a little bit of a free hit. They're you basically ahead of schedule. You've seen them want to do yeah, get, to a get, point. Get up there by Christmas so that they can just enjoy their free fall. Get a cushion, <laughs> bloody a few noses. Yeah. Um, and can, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Can we get to. a button where if they win a game, you press it and it just goes, well done, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll sound of like a pat on oh, the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Uh, Andy? I probably shouldn't be hoping for this. This should probably be the last thing I'm hoping for. I'm hoping to watch more of the championship this season. Right, okay. Because after seeing a bit of Leicester Coventry yesterday, I thought, yeah, it's, it's something I don't really get time in. Because mm. obviously I watch an extraordinary amount yeah, of football. Yeah, you've been already. always very dismissive about anything that's not top flight football, though. You will just shut it down. Yeah. So, <laughs> it does, he yeah, shuts exactly. it down, man. Does he? he yeah. shuts it down. Big, big two leagues, isn't he? It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like a Spain, player England, being offered one. quite a lucrative um, offer from like a second tier club. We're just going, nah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing that. You're always talking That's about why the... I was a cut from Welcome to Wrexham. <laughs> yeah. Andy, Andy, you've got to cut your cuff accordingly. You have to lose one league you watch. So maybe the Tiger Super League just needs to Don't, look. Just any, give it any league, <laughs> not that. Okay? You're like a man with a lot of classic cars, and his, his partner's going. Just you've <laughs> got to get rid of, of one, Andy. Show going, willing. No. Show willing. Show willing. Yeah. Meet me halfway. Like Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> in the garage. Which one should I drive today, Andy? <laughs> if you had to get rid of a top flight European league to cover, so yeah. you could do some championship action, which, which one would it be? Oh, that's really tough. Yeah. So you've not thought about it, have you? Premier League, you're, you're, you're obviously did, Premier League. Did you see Southampton at the weekend? They were tiki-taka all over the place. Yeah. You can do Spain. Yeah. Get rid. Yeah. Get rid. Yeah. That was awful. I Scottish was, Premiership? I was. Yeah, you don't cover the Scottish <laughs> Premiership. <laughs> I was in the pub on Friday night and right in my eye line was the Southampton game on the telly. Upsetting. And it, it, was, it was annoying. Did you make you drink a few more than you <laughs> were expecting? Can I turn the other way? Can I face the other just, way? They've got the ball again. Pete, what's your, what's your hope for this season? I just want everyone to be safe because like we said on, on nice. Friday, uh, there's just too many um, football matches uh, taking place in the Premier League and beyond. Actually, Rafael Varane came out about mm-hmm. seven minutes ago uh, on Twitter and said uh, that they had a meeting with the FA uh, yesterday and uh, they said it's uh, <laughs> they they listened to our concerns for many years uh, but now there are too many games the schedule is uh, schedule is uh, overcrowded and it's a dangerous level of a place physical and mental well-being and now we can't shout at the referees basically was this point there's no, yeah there's no outlet that was no. actually going to be my second um, hope it was going to be um are we gonna are we gonna see PGMOL and whoever is in charge of all this stuff mm. properly hit it home on the time wasting and descent bookings, right? Because it's going to be like the unstoppable force makes the immovable object, unless PGMOL decides basically to give up on it in about two months' time. Because I get a lot of media pressure about how they've ruined the game again, <laughs> and then they'll just quietly stop it because mm. they'll get too much negative press. But I mean, so far it looks like there's going to be absolutely no shit taken at all, mm. and I'm quite here for it actually. Mm. I think Same. it's I think it's quite Same. quite a good thing. I, mm. I think that you know. You have to be very careful talking about role models and all the rest of it, of course, but it ain't great when players are rolling on the floor, when they're going up to referees and surrounding them, when they're massively running the clock down mm. to get a result they want. And I think if we can sort that out, I think it's better for everyone. I genuinely do. No, so Not Newcastle. But, but, <laughs> yeah, well, I was looking that's, at you when I said it. Yeah. all they do. But I, I don't think like the adding time at the end is actually a solution to that. Because if, if you think of what time-wasting does, um, it breaks up play, yeah. it disrupts the flow of the game, <laughs> stagnates the game, stagnates the product as well. Yeah. And it, it needs to be enforced at the time it's happening rather than added on because you don't actually get slap that time back in a game. Run yeah. over and slap their legs. Stop that! Get up! Get up! Well, no, yeah. But, but yeah, but like, oh, yeah, like no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe less so with injury, but more so when you know teams are fucking around deliberately. Yeah. But, the, yeah. but the disruption of, sorry Andy, but the disruption of a flow, you know, that's not going to be helped by stopping the clock when the ball goes out of play because people can still take ages to get going again. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, I think it does because you, if you if you're stopping it on twenty minutes, you're getting the twenty five minutes up to the half, aren't you? You're not st- you're getting the no, you're getting minutes. the time back, but you're not getting the momentum back. No, no, sure, yeah, not, that's but, true. but yeah, but you but that that is very true. But you're also not getting it back by adding it at the end. You're just creating this weird little like hmm. what's going to happen this season is we're going to actually see loads of thrilling finishes akin to do you remember Arsenal Liverpool at the Emirates ages ago when like Dirk Cowell scored an equalising penalty in the hundredth minute. First minute. Yeah. 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 We're going to see loads of games like that. And I think we're going to kid ourselves into, or some people are going to kid themselves into thinking, God, this is so dramatic. This is amazing. And actually, people are just going to be shattered. Yeah. Do you think the referees will just be sort of exposed as having very few powers to actually deal with uh, time wasting as it's happening? Well, I I think think (laughs) there's stuff on the camera, isn't it? it? Because the fact is, so many things are now measured super precisely in football, like offside to a hair's breadth, for example. But 
I, th I think it's extraordinary that I mean the get out is when you hear it at the ground. Well, there will be a minimum of four minutes of stoppage time. It's so imprecisely measured. Yeah. I think that's the problem, isn't it? So not only are you losing momentum, but you're having a really imprecise just guesstimate of time, really, aren't you? You also, um, I always think this with uh, with added time previously, that actually when you're watching our football, you're good at guessing it. And it's not because you're tracking mm. the stoppages. You're like, oh, what is, how, how does this game feel? This feels like a four-minute added time. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. I mean, I once got subbed at half-time in a Sunday league game and had to ref the second half because the refs didn't turn up. <laughs> nice. And I realised about 15 minutes in that I'd left my watch in my bag. Ah. And so what I had to do is while a corner was being taken, Watch the I sun. had to jog. Watch <laughs> <laughs> the sunset. I had to, I had to, uh, yeah, well, of course, in my day, it was like, how long is it going to take that man to take the stone tablet to the top of the mountain? <laughs> I, I jogged over to the side of the pitch while a corner was being taken and I sneakily took my digital watch out of my bag yeah. and like estimated how much had gone. But I noticed in the last five minutes, everyone was puffing. So I think I played like a 55 and a half or something. I'm pretty sure Mike Dean did that in the Premier League game. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I was just going to say, um, is that you know this, the the, the Rafa point and the amount of games that play, the players are having to play now also comes into play by this decision too because the majority of injuries happen quite late, late on. That's yeah. why when you when you mm -hmm. sometimes see a player being subbed off for ten minutes to go, it's like what's the point? Well, the point is in that ten minutes if he's absolutely knackered, he's a much higher chance going to get injured. Mm. The mm. the fact they're going to be playing not just more games but for longer as well is a really interesting aspect to it. But when we put this question on Twitter to our listeners. Basically, 65% of the responses on what they were hoping to see this season was um, the answers were your dog texting you back. Yeah, okay. So, nice. yeah, that's, yeah. Fair, yeah. <laughs> that's their priority. He's got a burner. I don't know where he's got it from. Um, <laughs> so, um, and speaking of the injury time, lines. <laughs> Pep Guardiola says that the big brains never consulted people in the game with the new injury time rules, uh, but his uh, team did fall foul of, uh, well, a penalty shootout. Arsenal won, Manchester City won in the Community Shield. Trossard, uh, 11 minutes <laughs> in, in the 11th minute of, uh, of, of stoppage time. Um, it, it, quite a fun match, really. It's just had a lot. Was lot it? To, lot going for it, I thought. I thought it was. I, f I found it quite interesting. Do you yeah. like it? I found it interesting. You, you, know, you don't like cricket now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ashes. Get over it. It's finished. Fast movie. I like fast moving games. <laughs> yeah. like test cricket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the. I, I think yeah. I thought it was. You know, obviously we talk about it as a curtain raiser. This felt a little bit more like a dress rehearsal. Mm. Yeah, it did and last that's year not a well. problem. But then it got a bit aggro in the second half, and I did like that. Yeah, it did mm. last year as well. This yeah. is the thing. If you want to read too much into it, you can remember that in 2022. Liverpool beat Man City 3-1 on the Community Shield. And Haaland and flopped as well. He and did. He, and he never came well, good. Well, <laughs> yeah. He had, loads of, he had loads of amazing moments, but he never actually took the chances. Yeah, yeah. And then Nunez obviously was the new sign at Liverpool and he scored. And, and that was the kind of, that was the, the default kind of narrative off the back of the game. And then look mm. what happened in the season. So I won't worry too much about it. So real players have contempt for the Community Shield is what we're saying. I think the FA themselves have contempt. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't they been forced to rename it the Community Shield? That's unbelievable. That's yeah, a lovely yeah. little fact. That. So, so um, because they didn't give enough money to charity to call it a charity <laughs> shield. I mean, is that true? That was the rumour. Captain Tom-esque, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the FA have built themselves their own day spot. <laughs> around the back of the office. For the exclusive use of the people who work for the FA. Because it's what a dead man would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a lot was made of uh, Kai, Havertz. Days, Kai Havertz missing a couple of chances. Yeah. Just like Haaland. So he'll probably go on, kick on to have a season just like Haaland. But Havertz was pretty good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I we, he's we, always we, pretty good, though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, we've, we've had this discussion. I've had this discussion a lot with Chelsea fans that I, I still think he can be made mm. into a number nine and I, I, right. was, I was saying that when he was there I, I, I certainly think that's the case with Arsenal I didn't see anything to disprove it in that of course the, the, the fact is he, he missed a couple of chances that you know arguably certainly the second one probably should have scored mm. but getting himself in the spot I thought his movement's excellent his touch was excellent and the idea that he should be a finished player is his age. I don't mean in the internet sense of <laughs> a finished player, yeah. but like the finished article. Pie Pavitt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think that's ridiculous. Why can't he still be developing? The fact that he's cost a lot of money shouldn't mean he can't still develop. Yeah, mm. yeah. If you, but yeah, because of his age, you 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 have to assume that he can. Um, yeah, he can, he can change yeah. and, and can shift into maybe that like number nine. In terms of the, like, I thought he had a decent game yesterday. I actually thought like it's probably a game that's a little bit of an anomaly in terms of his role because, bear in mind, you know, both teams looked a bit rusty and Man City, one of the few teams where Arsenal will play like that against. Otherwise, they'll basically be on the front foot as soon as they get up to speed. Mm. And who knows, when they eventually meet City this season, they might be in that headspace as well. But 
with Havertz and the number nine thing, I always get the impression he hates contact. And I don't mean that in a in a cowardly way. I, I just mean, mean. Like, he always prefers to be in space and, and right. like work in space mm. rather than like be touched tight to someone. I totally yeah. agree with that. And that's why I think that, um, as I said a week or two ago, that obviously Jesus being injured is a factor. I th- I actually thought he'd play Havertz a bit deeper and play Nketiah maybe. Yeah. Um, and I think going forward, I disagree with Andy, which obviously is a very difficult situation to be in because normally you're absolutely fucking wrong when you disagree with Andy. Uh, I think he plays deeper and I think he plays behind Jesus and I think that's the plan for him, personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't see why he can't play both positions. Is, he, is, it not under, is it not just because he's so good in the air people think, oh, he can be a number nine? Because he's a really good header of the ball, right? Yeah, I think that's that's part of it. Certainly. Right, okay. I, that's, that's what gives you the idea that he's got the potential to be a good number nine. I'm not saying he's a great number nine at the moment. I'm just saying no. I, I don't see why he couldn't be. Okay. Do you think if he was three inches shorter, he'd be played more in a more withdrawn role, even at Chelsea? Always fighting for the small man, Vish. I know, nice yeah. <laughs> Do you think if he's five foot seven, he'd be a wizard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you. little Guardiola wizards. Are you yeah. five seven? I think so, yeah. Okay. I, th- I think we're the same height. Are you? Okay. So what you, are you? you two and Marcus? Five eight, yeah. Well, five eight I'll, I'll, I'll say I'm five eight as well then. Yeah, we're we're the shot kings. <laughs> well, speaking of late goals, uh, this season the Ramble will be sponsored by Betfair again and this year it's all about Betfair's 90-minute payout where winning bets placed on the match odds 90 market will be paid out if the bet is winning at the 90-minute mark regardless of the full-time result. Betfair paid out 577 bets on their match odds 90 market yesterday for the Community Shield. So 577 people who bet on Man City to win still got their winning bet despite the late Arsenal equaliser. And you can find out how we're getting involved this season on the preview show every Friday. I really very much did enjoy uh, Rodri going for a halfway line shot. Great. Uh, because the goalkeeper's in the sunshine, so you probably couldn't see that well. He is under pressure because there's another goalkeeper possibly arriving. Yeah. And he's off his line. And he still managed to get it's like, there. It's like I was Rodri, like, good on you. It's like Rodri saying, this will test you. This is narr- yeah. <laughs> narrative this is just taking storm. over. Yeah. I, li- I also like the fact that Rodri's he's, he's, he's seen all the stuff that's happening around how much football they're going to have to play now. Mm. He said, you want a circus clown, do you? I'll give you one. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a trick. I well, think Jack, Jack Grealish has made him do that, hasn't he? Lee Dixon was fuming. Was he? Really? Absolutely Why? Fuming. Why? Because the, goal- the goalkeeper wasn't wearing a cap. Oh, oh yes. Right, okay. And he's leading some later on in the game started talking about it was like his kid's cuddly toy. Yeah, and that he hates formations. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was leading a bit too much into Mark Lawrence in yesterday. And he'd forgotten where he was, do you reckon? <laughs> do you think he was in the pub? He was like one of those. Well, he thought he was in the pub. Who was the, who was the pundit that did that wanker sign by accident because he didn't think he was on air? Ginola did one. I think yeah. someone else did it. Yeah. Well. Um, maybe Honigstein did it. Yeah. yeah, they they did it in the same weekend, didn't they? Is it? Brilliant. <laughs> and I think that was the Lee second Dixon was a tribute it. to the first, wasn't it? Lee Dixon doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to. He is the, you're right to cast him as the new Mark Lawrence, and I think. <laughs> that's, that's one to watch I reckon but yeah. ITV don't get much, that much football do they so you probably won't hear them <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, backing off and giving players plenty of space to do their thing Cole Palmer's goal was a, a picture, but he had so much time and so much room to do what he did yeah. you can't be given I think because Cole Palmer's probably you know on the younger side let's say you do sort of look at him and go Oh, he's probably not going to... Oh, flip it. Yeah, there, there, there's probably that. Because if that's Mares, you know exactly what he's yeah. doing. He yeah. probably cuts it off, but they're like, yeah. What's, let's see well, what this well, about. I think it's because <laughs> of the point where Tierney loses the ball, isn't it? Yeah. Because he's actually mm. relatively high up the pitch. So as soon as he's lost the ball, Palmer's got space. Mm. Really, I, find it, I find it fascinating. I mean, the, the guy, the kid will be... He's 21, I think. Mm. He's not young, young for a football player. And he just never plays football. Right, yeah. So it's, like, it's like it's but amazing every, to me how, how wants good him. Yeah, everyone but, but wants Andy, him. it's amazing to me how he can do that in a shot. It's fine, it's not played at hundred percent like rip roaring pace, and it's a you know it's the curtain raiser for the season, all the rest of it. But he he never really plays consistently with players that good or against players that good. Mm. Yeah, he still does that. But isn't this isn't this Guardiola theory that like what he did with Phil Foden? The idea that rather than sending him out on loan to Swindon yeah. Town when he's a teenager, perhaps rather than you know, learning bad habits off old lags, it might be better for him to train with some of the best players in the world. And then when he's when he's called upon, it will actually be ready. There's a lot to be said for that. And I think it relies so much on having a good squad, like a, a good senior squad with no layabouts. And you can yeah. understand why, you know, when you see someone like that, actually the, you know, the first domino in that sequence to getting Cole Palmer to be the player that he could become is almost like, 
rooting out a Jao Cancelo, mm. you know, rooting out the older that, players. Right. You're who get absolutely a bit right because it is brutal. The way he got rid, rid of Cancelo, it's, yeah. it's just brutal from like fallout to dispersals, like mm. blink of an eye, really. Yeah. Um, I, I like what I would say. I don't want Elon get this any more than necessary, but people always use Phil Foden as that example. But I, I, I can't really think that of that many other examples. And there's obviously a reason why so many players who've gone on to do really well do go on loan. So I do think it's a bit, you know, it's a six or two threes. Well, really. well, I'm, if you think I'm of, specifically if you... talking about Manchester City. Fine, I'm, okay. I'm not talking about other clubs. And Fine. if you look at the number of players that have left Man City because they're not quite of the standard and have succeeded elsewhere, mm. like mm. They're, they're all players who are basically being flooded in the market now. And mm. People, bigger teams are trying to pick off. It was yeah. a great goal for him anyway. It is, it was. And uh, I mean, I guess Man City is probably the only club in the world where um, if someone says, yeah, he's been bombed out, he's training with the youth team. Good. Congratulations on scoring your decisive penalty as well, mate. Yeah, I very much enjoyed the BBC um, uh, uh, announcer. <laughs> the BBC yeah. announcer, the BBC yeah. commentator who said, uh, who had his line, Vieira to win our silverware with Arsenal sounds familiar. Yeah. Just as he hits the the the, the, the run up to the penalty, he was so short he couldn't get out quickly enough. So he started winning. <laughs> Vieira wins win silverware with Arsenal sounds familiar, and it's already in the net. And you're like, oh god, like what are you what are you doing? Maybe Didn't when, give enough time. Maybe when you said announcer, that's the better way to deal with it during penalty shootouts because I think the commentators put quite a lot of pressure on themselves to say, to come up with something. This could be the most meaningful moment, so I've got to say something <laughs> yeah. really meaningful. Everyone, if it was an announcer, and like like they sort of banged a gong and went Fabio Vieira yeah. <laughs> and then he just took the pen that might be quite good you do I mean you do really look like Fabio Vieira and it's confusing for me shame that? for him because I'm 42 <laughs> no exactly he's gutted um, you'd normally been put in goal by then uh, yes yeah, so normally you, I, I, you're I don't even get a referee being... they won't let me work with the fabric of the game no, no. have you left your watch behind before as well <laughs> <laughs> I don't really wear one to be honest yeah. oy, oy, oy. Uh, Man City have uh, completed their signing of uh, Josko Guvajol in, in the introductory video um, he obviously was asked what his <laughs> all time favourite movie was he says I don't have it then they try a TV series <laughs> and he says no I don't watch it uh, and uh, he's a man who almost quit football at Dynamo, Dynamo Zagreb Zagreb uh, to become a fishmonger uh, back right. in the day. He almost wasn't this amazing football. That video, to... it's no point doing it. It's, it's, it's yeah. no point doing it. Just just spike it. He looks so yeah. scared. I know. The whole, <laughs> point so of the, video, scared. the whole point of the video is, hi fans, here's a new player, here's what he's all about. Yeah. He's not yeah. answering any questions. It's not a fucking police interview, Josco. <laughs> just be yourself. Just make something up. What yeah. do, you, do you watch... I mean, do people watch television anymore? Just do, do, do young just say something from Netflix. Just yeah. say any Netflix series. Yeah, I'm a. I listen to podcasts instead. I love it if he went. Um, yeah, German series Dark. <laughs> You'd be like, what? Where's that come from? I watch just a lot of like documentaries about really dark series. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Um, but yeah, he he was apparently um, at 21 uh, was considering a lifetime of 4am starts to uh, sell fresh fish in uh, Zagreb. Now he's which... now he now he um, now he keeps things out of the net. Nice. I like that. Actually, fishmongers like don't that. catch fish, do they? No, I don't. no they, they, they just them, sell yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, too early for yeah. him. Like, yeah. the fish are going to be still dead at 10. Start <laughs> there. <laughs> Never understand it. Yeah, put fresh. It, put them on Wait. ice. Oh, they're going to go off. They're only on ice, so. Pete Dawson's fishmongers, freshness guaranteed. <laughs> it's still, listen, it's still fucking dead. I'm not giving you a live fish. It's not going anywhere, is it? <laughs> Are you smoking and passing me the fish with the same hand? <laughs> it's still dead. You would be an this, awful this, fishmonger. Why would? What a weird insult. You would. I don't come here. This is the opening game of the season for the football ramble, yeah. and you're saying that I wouldn't make a good fishmonger. You wouldn't. I look great in white. You'd, you'd look like, you'd look really short in a long coat, wouldn't I, you? I, <laughs> Well, if I got me and Vish on each other's shoulders, I tell you yeah. what, some of your some of your scallops and uh, some of Marcus's bacon, ooh, yeah, lovely. lovely stuff. But you only eat frozen scallops, don't you? I do only eat frozen. So scallops. you could do a frozen fish bunk. A frozen fish bunk. Why are you eating them it's frozen? Just, Why don't you leave them out in the sun? I'm just They're not hanging, going anywhere. I'm just hanging out Still in Iceland. Dead. Yeah. I said a big court, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't anyway. think you'd be a good fishmonger, that's what no, I'm saying. It's, yeah, I don't, the thing I'll is, you've it. not got it in you to deny it. I'll take it on. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tired of it before, I'm trying to catch my own fish. Yeah. Um, Andy, uh, you were elsewhere this weekend, and by elsewhere, I mean you're watching Spurs do yes. their thing. Yes, that's right. Had fun? Did you have fun? Uh, yeah, I, 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 Play did, Shakhtar? I, I did have fun. I'm not sure how much fun Harry Kane had for a man who scored four goals right um, did it look like a bit did it look like a farewell goals it, it, it looked like a lot of emotional blackmail from the, the Spurs fans oh what they were all like yeah come on who, who sang Harry the, don't go the only song they sang for the whole 
game was uh, the Harry Kane is one of our own. Like right. Every three minutes. That seems awkward if he's about to leave. <laughs> Possibly. But, but I mean... They they obviously know that, like there's a futility to it as well. But mm. what else can you do? Yeah, like, as a, as a fan, like yeah. what else can you do? Like you'd obviously they'd obviously want him to stay. Although I think Spurs, like you know, certainly a few Spurs fans that I speak to are very much like, look, mate, just go, Get it done. Yeah, just yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, stop stop yeah. this. It's a big distraction. Nip right? it in the bud. Yeah, because yeah. it's only no, going to happen no, again no, next summer. It's, it's, it's not it's not him, is it? Really, it's Levy. And, you know, the fact that Daniel Levy on the day of the big deadline um, with, with Bayern, you know, accept our offer or don't accept our offer, went on holiday with rate his that. family. I rate that so much. It's extraordinary, <laughs> really. I mean, not only does he not care what Uli Hernes and Karl-Heinz Rummenigge think, he doesn't care what the fans think. He doesn't care what anyone thinks. But I just don't understand. If it's still open-ended, I don't understand what amount of money would make it worth Spurs selling him. Am I missing something there? No. Like in terms yeah, of what, what it mean, would do yeah. to the club, the sense of ambition, the atmosphere, what mm. it would do well, to, that's what to his say. position. That's what people say because they say Harry Kane isn't the type of player to just down tools and sulk for a season. So you know, you, there's no... I, I totally understand that point of view. What I would say though is just that you know, the, 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 the noise that came out of Kane's camp about how if he's still... if he's playing the opening game of the season he wants to stay for the season just says to me that he doesn't want to go. He doesn't yeah. want to leave. And you know, realistically, a player of that profile, of that, of that kind of stature and of that ability and of that fee, realistically, now, we're already on Monday. Season starts this weekend. Mm. So are we really expecting a deal to be done and completed um, between now and, and the weekend? I don't personally think it will. I really hope so. I'm going to the German Super Cup on Saturday. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should put that in the negotiation. Yeah. Have you considered the fact that Andy Brass was going to be in Germany at the weekend? <laughs> Could we look into it? I, I don't think he ever wanted to go. I, I can believe that... Um, no, I, I, I don't think he really, really no, wanted to go. I could probably... There's a difference between considering and being desperate to get out, isn't there? Mm. As I said last week, I could consider at a stretch the fact that he would have gone to United. He's not going to go to United now because for obvious reasons, but that's not that far away. Mm. He's a bit of a homebody. He probably wouldn't have to spend an awful lot of time away from where he's used to being, etc., etc. I could see that. I can't see him going to Germany. I just don't see it happening. Mm. Like, the reason for it, okay. the, sim the simple Occam's razor reason for it is, if he wanted to go, he'd have been gone by now. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. What's the, tell me? Tell me. Daniel Levy is the thing stopping him. I don't think it's. I don't think it's realistic. Harry Kane's got all the cards. He can make a public statement. He can push it. He can do whatever he wants. Well, he did do that, didn't he? I think maybe because he because because he wanted badly, a new contract. Yeah, and because of how badly they botched the Man City thing, I think. They oh, that's what I thought. That's what you're referring though. to. Yeah, yeah that's do, what I mean. You do, yeah. It, yeah. you do it once. I think you get away with it. You do it twice. Maybe you start to torture your legacy. And yeah. uh, to me, mm. it does feel that that would be quite a big thing for him. There was an element of that with Wayne Rooney with the with the contract, and then the more um, private but actually public falling out with. Well, I suppose with Fergie and people behind closed doors at mm. United, that you kind of get to that stage where it does sour a bit. Like certainly not for me, but for someone like Harry Kane who clearly thinks about that stuff, then yes, I, yeah, I suppose yeah. it, I appreciate why it's a bit more. Well, he's he's a bit more quite unquote subdued this time around. Mm. Apparently, Bayern have uh, reportedly already arranged a house for Kane uh, after their last bid. He's, he's just got a big old castle, big Bavarian castle. What do you think, Kane thought? Oh, oh they've got houses in Germany. <laughs> All right. In which case, I'm up for it. I've, I've just started an Austro-Prussian war again. Oh, <laughs> I did this. I was just looking for the Amazon locker around the corner. I, just, I don't know how I did it. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, then, uh, before we hit our ad break, uh, we had this tweet from uh, Peter. Thank you, Peter, for getting involved. Uh, FA Cup qualifying was this weekend. It was a wonderful weekend featuring some great team names. Uh, it, I think it's Peniston. Pen sorry. Peniston. Peniston Church. I said the thing. You read that how you wanted to read it. Well, it's written down. It says penis. Yeah, and it does say penis. It. Well, when I used to work for a radio station, they used to have like a guide uh, to, um, uh, you know, every song you used to have a little sort of trivia thing. So it'd say like, uh, my greatest uh, something or other by the, by, uh, the Cardigans uh, is on the Gran Turismo 2 soundtrack. Completely useless information. Right. But one of the facts was uh, that uh, CeCe Peniston yeah, and it said pronounce CC. I was like, that's not the one you're going to get wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not going to cause you to say penis on the radio. Yeah. Uh, but uh, FC Romania, Roman Glass Saint George. That's good a great stuff. name. It's good nice. Name. Uh, my friend managed their team in the FA Cup this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, Baffin Milton Rovers. Baffin is, Milton. Nice. They were beaten. They were beaten four three by AFC Stoneham though. Sadly, so they're out. Never mind. Yeah, shame. I was, how did they? Did they drown their sorrows? They just. I can't tell they you. Watch the find, Southampton match. Find out, find out for, you out for us. Want, yeah. Get involved. All right, uh, we'll be back in a minute with more football. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. He's never complained about the referees and the action, but this action is really incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I like that. Uh, another benefit to the Patreon uh, we mentioned a little earlier on in the show. If you sign up to the Football Ramble Patreon right now, you'll be able to pick the show break jingle and get a shout out. Not only that, you'll be able to pick which song lyric uh, Marcus uses for his intro line. Has that been discussed with Marcus? He's going to be gutted he's to hear about that. Absolutely he's back gutted. on Wednesday and so, yeah. he's going to be fuming to hear that. Yeah. He's not going to be as fuming as The View and Oasis, presumably. Will be. <laughs> <laughs> the only people who are mentioning us. Yeah. I would say that um, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a man of God, so do um, maybe think about some Satan bands. What? <laughs> Like getting to say some really terrible um, stuff. Is it just a coincidence that on this week that we're starting to do this, um, he's actually now used every single Oasis lyric, so there's nothing else to do. Yeah, so there's nothing else. Yeah, to yeah. Listeners, yeah. He's tired. Perhaps he's, choose some Satan bands. Satan bands. You know the band. Band. Like, know, black metal film. or whatever. Yeah, black, black metal. Is, right, there right. A, is there a Spotify playlist for Satan bands? <laughs> I almost guarantee there is. Ask Marcus. Yeah. Uh, the EFL was back, the Championship, uh, League One and League Two all kicked off at the weekend. Um, some teams did not start strongly uh, QPR lost 4-0 to Watford Unreal. and we're only four down by the 43rd minute uh, I would say that you know Ainsworth they've not spent the money but he did look haunted after that match um, I mean there was an incredible opening weekend in the EFL right there's injury time goals at Pompey Leeds Norwich Watford as well I think mm. QPR took an unbelievable pace they're falling out half time I think mm. they'd yeah. conceded and, after 35 seconds and Ainsworth sounded you say haunted when you look at him with the dyed black long hair mm. and the leather jacket and the gaunt kind of look at it he does look haunted yeah. he looks like a kind of trucker we've been working for too long yeah. but but he also sounded insane in the post-match like for, if you if you took that post-match interview and said when do you think what time of the year do you think that interview happened you would not be saying the first weekend in August yeah. he was like we're going to still fight we're going to fight for this who was his, who was his kind of um, was the pre-match kind of Entertainment he, he brought out to I inspire didn't see that. the team. Oh, that, no, that was a few. That was that was back in the summer. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, was, like that a, was last season. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. it like a, a Maori warlord yeah. or something? It was because why? Last season, yeah. Because when Pete, when um, QPR tweeted, uh, you know, we're one 0 down, and you know, after thirty five seconds, yeah. they left out the thirty five seconds bit, but mm. you can guess. Yeah. Um, 
people were applying with the... Uh, go and get him. Go, but basically, <laughs> go and get the hacker. <laughs> but the, the thing about it was that... <laughs> What, I'm not kind of criticising him for kind of trying to build mm. a narrative and, and an understanding of like what things mean, and I, I get all that. But what he in that video with the with the Maori guy, what he hasn't understood is that his players just don't give a shit about that. Yeah, stuff. it's mm. the connection between that and the group of players was, wasn't there. But so it yeah. think... makes it makes it ridiculous. You end up feeling sorry for the for the warrior, not for the player. Yeah, yeah I, I did. I did actually. Yeah. Don't you think that's <laughs> what happens when you're at a club for so long that you're completely understood? And you understand as well. Yeah. And then you go to a different club, even the club that you've got a playing history with. Yeah. And mm. it's completely different. It's not just stepping up a division. It's a totally different culture. You know, yeah. Wickham's a, a smaller, more particular club that he's part of the furniture at. And the way you were talking about him reacting after that, really, I don't think he was saying anything daft. What he was saying is what everyone else already knows, that the whole world feels he's lucky to still be in this job mm. after the way that last season ended. Mm. And when you go into a season with that feeling that you're on borrowed time, you need great results straight away. Yeah. Otherwise, you're kind of fucked. Yes, well, I mean, there was an amazing um, game at Barnsley-Port Vale as well. Barnsley beat Port Vale 7-0. Yeah, Barnsley do not want to be in those playoffs again. They want automatic promotion. <laughs> that, was, that was the manager's first game in charge. Port Vale That's gave... Really... There's another ridiculous game. Port Vale just gave up on the opening day. <laughs> At least show you're up for it. You know, just show that you're playing for the shirt. <laughs> opening day, I'm fed up of this. Lon... It's 45 games to go. Lonstre... <laughs> I looked at the price of the season ticket. 420 quid for the uh, Lawn Street end season ticket. Bloody Lovely. Hell. Wow. <laughs> Imagine paying that get, the day gonna, before. You're gonna walking get... through the walking through the doors. <laughs> Come on! Ah, oh, fuck. Hope right we on. see loads of goals this season. <laughs> you are going to see loads. <laughs> uh, the Premier League's uh, relegated teams had it far from easy though. Southampton beat uh, Sheffield Wednesday at two one uh, on Friday night. Hillsborough. I mean, I would say that uh, I would say that Saints making four hundred seventy seven passes in the first half. We mentioned it early on. It was an incredible uh, performance for Southampton. Not much cutting edge in the box, you would say, but uh, they just constantly uh, uh, just, just, it was like they were playing pig in the middle like they were just like passing yeah. around these these guys yeah and then obviously Sheffield Wednesday are not a team that people think will do very well this mm. season but they just snuck a result away from home on the opening day which is decent I mean speaking of the promoted um, team uh, sorry the relegated teams Leicester that Leicester Coventry game was amazing mm. but I mean Mad Hermanson yeah, made one brilliant. of the best saves you will ever see I mean on the opening mm. day it was a fantastic save and then Kinn and Dewsbury Hall I mean if he's still at Leicester come the end of the transfer window He's going to have a ridiculous season. He's far too good for the championship. He should have, yeah. he should have had a hat trick. He should have easily yeah. had a hat trick. He was sensational, and um, from what I saw. But Leicester generally are going to prove they're far too good for the championship. Yeah. I, I think they've signed quite sensibly as well, even though they've they've lost some some big players. I mean, I always think with the championship, if you're in touch with with like the top six when you if you're a relegated side when you're going into Christmas, you're fine. Because yeah. there's so many games left to launch. You're still, you're still probably on for like 90, 95 points. I feel that's where Leicester are. I think the interesting thing is how good Enzo Maresca is, is going to be. And the whole pepness of it, I think is fascinating. It's, it's not just the boldness. It's funny, I was walking past the screen at Tottenham yesterday while they were showing um, uh, the Enzo Maresca's post-match on Sky Sports News with my kids. And one of them went to me, why is that man doing an impression of Pep Guardiola? Yeah. And they're pointing at him, like his mannerisms, the way he rubbed his head, like everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I see what you mean there. He's that infectious. He's that infectious that you end up doing an impression of him. I guess. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see because Maresca managed at Palmer, right? But I just assumed that Palmer were an absolute basket case at the time and he lasted about 10 minutes a couple of years ago. I don't know any detail on that. But other than that, he's not really managed, does he? No, but he's really well thought of right, in okay. terms of in terms of his coaching, in terms of his ideas and Good. stuff. So it's, it's an interesting appointment with Leicester because when a, a big team gets relegated from the Premier League, you assume they're going to go Allardyce or whatever, don't you really? Or, or something along those sort of lines. So I think that they've thought about it slightly differently. They're looking at it as a genuine reset, which I think is the, the, the best way to look at it. I'm, I'm pleased that they're not gone down that road because I think it's, um, yeah, I think that's just completely reductive. It, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll, it'll be good. The other highlight for me in the EFL, uh, uh, Pete, was the um, was Hugh Jackman at the Wrexham game. Oh, yeah, he was spotted, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. he looks like, around. If you see, did you see the photos of him? Yeah, isn't it yeah. taking a piss now? Like we know, like you're a celebrity club. Bring Hugh Jackman. But I, <laughs> yeah. mean, I mean, I mean, they are they are mates, aren't they? Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. So it is fairly normal. The thing I would say is, though, and I'll probably ask Pete this because you're across this. Is Hugh Jackman a weirdo? Um, he I've interviewed him 
three times, and he told me the same story three times. Uh, that that doesn't make him a weirdo. I would say that is very rich. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the uh, he was he was nice, but he was very professional. I would say very right. Hollywood. Because right, from the photos, he looks Makes like, feel like a million dollars. He looks like the favourite one of your mates' dads. Yeah, like he'd pick yeah. you up from the club whatever time. He wouldn't complain mm. about it. He'd be fine. He'd do it. He just seems like a really nice mm. fella. He seems a little bit too sincere. I don't know anything yeah. about him. So he was at, he was at the no. last um, Ashes Test um, at the Oval, and he. Okay. Said it was the most incredible moment of his life. Yeah, and that he and yeah, I could see that. Definitely. But but he's watched cricket in Australia. He's also facing over from Shane Warne <laughs> in the nets of the SCG, the what, Sydney Cricket. What ground. happened there? He did. He actually did pretty well. Why did, he, why did he do that? Because he was there. And was, he was, was it like when Piers Morgan faced that over from Brett Lee? A, was... a little bit, but um, a very different feel around it. Which, say. <laughs> which people said was irresponsible and dangerous, but well, I bloody enjoyed it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? Just the ball goes too fast, and he's oh, how how fast was Brett Lee? But he probably wasn't pacing it, was he? Well, he was, he was bowling about late eighties, right. which is if if someone bowls at you at seventy and it hits you on the leg, you feel it's break your hurt. leg, right? So, <laughs> it would break your leg, but you would feel. So he basically yeah. just he did six balls like an over down to Piers Morgan because Piers Morgan was piping up in the paper about something, yeah, right. And yeah. so he said facing over against Brett. And to be fair to Piers Morgan, he's like, okay, I'll do it then. It's quite brave to do it. Mm. Uh, and he got absolutely pelted pretty much every single ball, right? <laughs> More or less, yeah. 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 It looked quite painful. And people yeah. were going, that's really irresponsible. You could have killed Piers Morgan and all the rest of it. Well, you know, judge on his merits. Shouldn't be heavy hitting. Speaking of weird, weird celebrity sport crossovers, did you did you see Russell Westbrook? I should be asking Vicious, really. Did you see Russell Westbrook at Leeds? So funny, his face. He's like one of the most expressive basketball players going. <laughs> And, and he's a co-owner of Leeds now. Yeah, yeah and that, his yeah. face was like, what the fuck is this? They're <laughs> 2 nil down at half-time, aren't they? He looked yeah. angry that someone had put the scarf on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they bounced back Leeds, didn't they? Cardiff, Cardiff kind of, it was a bit of a smash and grab anyway. Yeah. Leeds were, Leeds were a better team. And they oh, they, they bossed it in the second half. Also, with that with um, with um that three of Somerville, Sinistera and Yonto, like, I know yeah. uh, we're talking about these championship teams as being exciting, but I suppose we only find out when the transfer window actually yeah, shuts yeah. about how... You know how 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 long they'll have these particular groups, this particular group of players for, um, but they're so exciting. And that, mm. Dan James had a, a pretty good game yesterday. Certainly had a decent second half, and it was like God, they they're going to run through teams. At some is this indicative of the idea that the gap between the Premier League and the Championship is just now now so unfathomable that even if you get relegated, you still look you know, really impressive. You can lose a handful of good players and still look fucking how you still look really isn't good. This, uh, isn't this, like Vish is saying though, isn't this August championship? So, you, so a lot you know, more of the players can move the, on. It's the difference yeah. between yeah, being a, a genuine promotion contender, you know, the team that is going to get 90, 95 points or mm. Norwich from last season or Watford from last season. Yeah, mm. and, and I suppose all it needs is for a... I suppose this isn't a particularly good thing because it, it really highlights the inequality of, of cash, I suppose. But you just need a promoted team to stay up for two years... And you know, get a couple of TV deals under their belt, and then they just flesh out a bit. Mm. And if you, especially if you lose established, like say, two established Premier League teams into the Championship, if one of them doesn't come up, that would be unfathomable, really, given the the scale of them. But then suddenly, you know, you end up in a situation where you actually have twenty four, twenty six teams who are like Premier League capable, I suppose. Mm. And they mm. they just have a basically extended kind of holiday in the Championship, essentially. Yeah, they'll be back in a minute. Yeah, yeah okay, with, with the parachute payments as well yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing is for sure, Cardiff uh, are not going to be up there by the end of the season. They look pretty poor for me. Uh, but we did get a, a sighting of uh, Leeds United's uh, new uh, sleeve sponsor, the Theme Park Flamingo Land. Yeah, you must favorite. have visited. So when we talked about this before, Peter, you weren't on the show. And I wondered at the time if you'd been there, because it's in North Yorkshire, right? Every single summer was like the, really? School, oh, really? was the school trip to uh, Flamingo Land. Very little educational uh, uh, content. But um, I, if I'm ever bored or missing... Um, where I'm from, I do like to pop on Google and read the reviews of Flamingo Land. Uh, this one uh, review is from less than 30 days ago. Right, so it's just modern. Saw this on this morning. Flamingo Land is a park I used to visit while growing up, and I missed the way it used to be. The park wasn't particularly busy, but the operations were painfully slow. This meant we didn't get on as many rides as we would have liked. That's that's where the normal bit um, ends. There were way too many dogs. <laughs> I just don't know why people want to take their dogs to a loud theme park. As someone who really considers animal welfare, I found it really upsetting to see so many dogs stressed to absolute bits due to the busy or loud environment. There were people with dogs off leads, and some even tied their dogs up to the rails of Cliffhanger, the roller coaster, uh, so they could ride it. <laughs> 
just <laughs> the top of the stairs. A dog just tethered, and they're just allowing it. Yeah. Oh, is that is, is that you? Would you consider taking Sammy or? I, d- um, I don't think he'd enjoy it. There's not yeah. much for dogs there, to be honest. You could chase a few penguins, maybe. You'd I don't take, know. You but... take him on the waltzes, right? <laughs> You, yeah, that'd be nice. You can't me. let your dog chase a penguin. Can't make you know. No, you, you can't, you can't really be can't. doing that. Budget, why this penguins can't run, can they? Not really waddle. They just waddle, mate. Yeah. Just waddle yeah. away. Unless they? it's like a slide. <laughs> like it's done Are you for. Thinking of pingo. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing the voice. Have you got the flume? Marcus can do pingo. Marcus yeah, can do pingo. Yeah. Pingu. He does do good impressions, Marcus. He, he does. He's yeah. got quite a niche amount of ones he can do, but once he does them, he does. He does like work out. Well, some of them are just like one like noise, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, that, yeah. Did, that's, that's his Tom Jones. That's his Tom Jones. Yeah. That's your impression of Marx's impression of Tom Jones. Yeah, homeopathic levels of Tom Jones. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I also like the fact. Do you remember when he came to us with his Nick Hewer and it just sounded like a bloke? <laughs> and we were like, "That's terrible." And he's like, "Right, I'm going to go away and work on that." And now his Nick Hewer's not that bad. And he did, yeah. You just respect just it. A new father looking in the mirror doing a Nick Hewer. <laughs> What's Daddy doing? Do some impressions of a football. It's a football show. <laughs> it's a football Make show. it relatable. Give us a Jack Greeley. Not interested. No, oh, Mandela, on. Jones, Mandela. Hewer. It's Brendan Rodgers is next level. Hey, Brendan Rodgers is good. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers is good. His field yeah. level's quite good. You've got to turn the volume up, but it's pretty good. <laughs> it's just a bloke from Manchester whispering, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. That beaches. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on Friday, we discussed Tom Brady's announcement as a minority owner of the Birmingham City because of his role with the new ownership group, uh, Knighthead Capital Management. Uh, really interesting chat last week. Uh, we've created a subsidiary group called the Shelby Companies Limited. Yeah, we had a pop um, about it, didn't we? We, we did. We did. It was a bit shit. Um, yeah. Jack said, uh, Jack, a Birmingham City fan on Twitter, uh, regarding the Peaky Blinders thing, the Blues have been in the mud for a decade due to a succession of poor owners. Ground falling apart, training ground burned down, chairman offering out fans in the car park. Uh, the That's new great. owners are investing in the community, opening new revenue opportunities and giving us a bit of hope again. I think the inclusion of the words new revenue opportunities yeah. makes me think he may be closer to this Shelby group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just a humble fan. I'm just a humble fan. Uh, hello, fellow investors. Uh, PB uh, thing is a bit cheesy, but it's woven into the culture of Brum these days. Also, so uh, Stephen Knight was involved in the takeover, which might explain that. Uh, I appreciate this isn't very funny, but I wanted to add some context. Who's Stephen Knight? Uh, he is one of the people involved in Peaky Blinders. Good, so, right. I mean, but okay, the thing okay. is, if you're used to your chairman offering out fans in the car park, I mean, you'll be interested in what Arthur Shelby's got to say <laughs> <laughs> when, when presumably he's involved. <laughs> oh, from the weekend of uh, football, did you see? Um, <laughs> did you see the Tigress keeper Guzman uh, pulling out um, a lot of hankies from yeah, his what, mouth what or nose? The, so he did, so mouth, mouth. Am I right? Because I did see this, but I wasn't entirely sure what was happening. So for those who haven't seen it, let me just describe it to you, and you can tell me if I'm right or not. Yeah. He's facing a penalty, the yes. goalkeeper. Yes. And in the way to try and put off the taker, yeah. he performs a magic trick mm. involving him putting a load of napkins out of his mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All on a string. This is weird. And, and then he serves the penalty. So who's Are those to two say... things related? C- couldn't have hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have hurt. It might have done. It could have hurt. Yeah. I think he just yeah. start choking on it. It's a very strange thing to watch. Isn't like, that wonderful? What's happening? It's really out of context. I suppose yeah. you've got to find new ways. Now you're not allowed to like Emmy Martinez. Yeah, aren't you? Yeah. I, I, I think we're going to have an absolute vintage year for eccentric goalkeeper activity. He did. Uh, he did a mime as well, didn't he? He pretended to be a mime. Mm. Yes. That, yeah. I mean, that yeah. should be a red card that offense. Should. Let's be clear on that. <laughs> Lucky it is in the Premier League. I have, uh, have, have, have mimed their way through a few matches. I don't know what. Yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> out in Brazil, Palmeiras fans have been very unhappy with their club's lack of activity in the transfer market. Some wonderful, I would say, not so passive aggressive aggression. And, and, and it, basically, uh, the club president was on holiday in New York City. The fans got wind of this and they rented out a billboard in Times Square with the message. Where are our players? This, this <laughs> dropped last week. It was a wonderful sight. It's, it's a strange tactic because if you look at the video, it's just a load of people looking around confused. Mm. And you're essentially trying to get into a situation where the president of that club is going to be in Times Square at that moment. Or yeah, you're hoping I'd... it's going to get picked up in the press and everyone's going to talk about it and then you'll see it. That's the one. And be I embarrassed think, yeah. by it. <laughs> so otherwise, it's like a really, it's a really long shot. It yeah. is. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I guess you can't fly a plane around there with the message. They don't like that kind of not stuff. These days, no, right. not these days. Also, um, Peter, the thing is, what they could have done, if they'd gone to that much trouble, they could have followed the, the president as well. Right. Waited for him to walk up the street and then hit it. And then hit it. But it's probably scheduling things, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I just, I think it's enough that you know that it's in New York. Vicious still thinking about the 9-11 thing. So you can't speak. We're all thinking about the 9-11 thing. <laughs> all right. 
<sighs> Why do Vish and Andy find it so funny, Pete? I, I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, think it's disrespectful in my view. Not right. Anyway, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Aircast Creator Network. Head on over to Upfront for reaction to the Lionesses. Huge clash with Nigeria. Looking forward to that one. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Yeah. This has been the Curtain Raiser, the opening weekend. Salvo. The, the salvo. salvo. The part. No, the not parting shot. What's yeah. the hello shot? Hello shot. Uh, the warning <laughs> shot across the, the bow. The warning shot across the bows for the yeah. uh, Premier League uh, and beyond uh, week uh, season, rather. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. One yeah, more of this. At the time of recording, England are actually in extra time with Nigeria. And oh, the World Cup, So it's difficult for us to cover it. Lauren James has been sent off as well. Oh, my goodness me. She had a Beckham. She stepped on one of the Nigerian players' backs. Oh, on, on the back, that is. Oh. I mean, the picture is damning. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <it> is. <laughs> the Nigerian players are yeah. going, come on. Tune into up front to cover all that, though, as you say, Pete, because yeah. they'll. Uh, I'll be covering it in forensic detail. Lovely stuff. We're all off to watch that. Absolutely. See you later. Oh, what a podcast that was. Great chats and great gags, guys. Now, listen here, everybody. We've had the Community Shield. The Championship is underway. The Premier League gets started this weekend. I have been handed a set of keys to open the gateway to the new season. So may I be the first unofficial person to officially announce the football season has begun. Get out there, fight for those trophies, win every tackle and chant the chants, everybody. And join us every week on the Football Ramble for all your needs, footballing and otherwise. We're back on Wednesday. Don't miss it, you magnificent creatures. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.